is to bless it. I pray, God, that every participant, every word that's said tonight, God, that it would be a blessed word that can encourage and strengthen your people to have a closer walk with you. Lord, I pray, God, that we would go deeper depths and higher heights in you, God. I pray that that wouldn't just be a cliche, but would be a reality for this church. I pray that each one of us would grow. I pray for each one of us, God, that we would just have a mind to do our best for you, God. We thank you for all that you've done for us, Lord. I pray, God, that the saying behind me wouldn't just be plastered on the wall, but you would even put that in our hearts, God, that we would give you our first and our best. We bless you today. I pray, God, that you would even just help me today, God, to deliver your word. And we thank you for those that are here and on their way, God. I pray, God, even tonight that you would even fill somebody with your spirit. I pray, God, that you'd even just bless this entire building, God. Those that may be gathered in other rooms, Lord, I pray, God, for them as well. Help them in Jesus' name. Those online, bless them as well. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. All right. It's good to be in God's house. Amen. amen. One more time. I was glad when they said unto be, let us go to the house of the Lord. Everybody had a good day, hopefully. Amen. Good to see those that came out. It's kind of cold outside. That up and down type of weather where you, you know, you got to watch out, you know. It's that pneumonia type of weather, <laughs> as what my daddy would say. Amen. Praise the Lord, Brother John. Brother Rodney texted me before he got here and said he's on the way. Amen. And when you go back there and you seek the Lord, brother, just let the Lord have his way. Um, and I guarantee you, Lord, fill you with the Holy Ghost. Amen. amen. I ain't getting enough amens on that. Amen. Won't he do it, y'all? Yes, oh, yes. Yeah, he will do it. Amen. Um, and, and sincerely, just let the Lord have his way. Um, when you all are, uh, when y'all go back in those rooms, try to do things that would like evoke, invoke the presence of the Lord. Um, try to worship and praise God. Um, you know, it's one thing, and I was even telling somebody, you know, if, if there's music or something that would help usher you into the presence of the Lord, feel free to play that. I mean, there's certain times, I know I, I've been in prayer many a times, and sometimes I've just been aided by having, you know, worship in the, in the background. You see what I'm saying? Just some music or something in the background just to help you. You know, there's even scriptures about how different ones will call for a minstrel, and that person ministered to them through song. So there's nothing wrong with that. As you're praying, seeking the Lord, um, there have been many a times I have been blessed by music, but you know, I always have to have that. There's been times I've just been in there just praying and just worshiping the Lord, and I mean, you can touch God anywhere. Amen, somebody? Because he ain't just locked up in here. Amen. There's been people who've been filled with the Holy Ghost. Um, I've heard stories about people. Let's tell some Holy Ghost stories right now as we start off the class. How about that? I, I'm, not, I'm not teaching about this on tonight, but I know there's plenty of Holy Ghost stories in this room. Sister Brown, you can start us off. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. I know Bishop would tell that story uh, about the bus just rocking and somebody got the Holy Ghost on the church bus. Hey, man, anybody else got a good Holy Ghost story? Sister Rain, yes, ma'am. My Right in there, ironing. Amen. Iron's still hot. Amen. <laughs> Amen. But the Holy Ghost is on fire. Amen. Amen. Brother Brandon, yes, sir. I remember at my former church, there was a sister. She had been seeking the Lord for the Holy Ghost, and she got discouraged. And she said... Uh, and, that, and hold on. Time out. That happens. 
Amen. Doesn't that happen from time to time? You, you get discouraged sometimes. And I mean, and, I, and I, that's even post-salvation. So anybody been just seeking the Lord for something, and then there's times that you might get discouraged. Yes. But I thank God he has a way of pulling us out of those ruts that we get in, um, whether it's, you're seeking the Lord for the Holy Ghost, or maybe you have some long-term prayer request that's out there. But the Lord knows how to encourage. Amen. All right, go ahead. Continue, Brother Brandon. And she said she got to the point where she was discouraged, and she said she was uh, in the shower. She was getting ready to go somewhere. She got in the shower, and she just the thought came to her mind. Yeah, Lord, if this is if the Holy Ghost is really real, I want you to mm-hmm. do it for me. And she said in that instant, it just hit her, and she just started speaking in tongues in the shower, mm-hmm. and she couldn't stop herself. And she tried to call somebody from the church, and when they picked up the phone, they heard her speaking in tongues. They were like. <laughs> Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. So that was her, her experience. Yeah, that reminds me. My, my mother would tell a story. She said she went over to, uh, she was at Grace Apostolic some years ago and, um, you know, new, new to the Lord, new to this way. Uh, and they brought her back in the uh, tearing room, power room. And, you know, they, she said the lady put out some paper in front of her. And she was like, Lord, what are you doing? You know, back in them days, they just expecting, you know, oh, God, I say you get the purge, there's some slobber coming out and stuff. It's, and she said, well, what in the world are you doing putting all this paper down? Now, we, we ain't going to do you like that now. But, uh, but she, you know, it kind of distracted my mother. She, the lady was like, never mind all that. Just keep on praising the Lord. Keep praising the Lord. And as she was praising God, she said, all of a sudden, just a bad thought came to her mind. You know how sometimes the enemy just has something cross her mind. And she cried out. She said, Lord, don't, don't leave me now. And as soon as she said that, she said, boom, got the Holy Ghost just like that. And, you know, look, Lord, you got a whole lot of different stories. Anybody else want to tell one? You better hurry up. I'm about to start Amen, Brother Rain. Then I want to hear from Brother Mike sitting back there all quiet <laughs> over there. Yeah. We were attending Bethel mm-hmm. Larkendale, and my wife had the opportunity to receive the Holy Ghost. And Bishop Young came up to me, and he said, do you want to experience a sight? Mm-hmm. He said, sure, you want And I didn't know what to expect. You know, I, mm-hmm. I got to go up to the parlor and see my wife receive the Holy Ghost. And that was the story of that Wow, 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 wow. Brother Mike. I want to hear yours a little bit because I, I I heard I think I always hear this story from other people other than you. Can you just share a little bit about your experience receiving the Holy Ghost? Yeah, that's what I heard.
Wow. Wow. Well, that's exciting. Amen. Well, I'm excited. I'm not trying to bust you out, brother. I hope I didn't bust you out. You are you good? All right. Now you're going back there and get the Holy Ghost. Amen. And I'm telling you, we, you got a church that's cheering for you. Yeah. And I'm letting you know right now, if the Lord bless you even tonight, you come on in here and interrupt the service and we'll celebrate with you. Amen. 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 Now, all I need now is just somebody to seek the Lord, Brother John, on tonight. Would anybody be willing just to go back there? Uh, Brother Rodney said he's on his way. Do I have anybody that wouldn't mind just going back there and just seek the Lord with uh, Brother John on tonight, Brother Armand, or some of the other green? Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate it. You can go back there with them. These brothers are experiencing that. You've got a whole church cheering for you, man. Every last one has been through this experience. Amen. 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 We look forward to you getting the Holy Ghost. Amen. God is good. They're back there. They're waiting on you. Amen. All right. All right. Let's get into class on tonight. Um, I hope you brought your Bible. Let's go to Matthew chapter number 25. Thank God for the word of the Lord. Matthew chapter number 25. Um, all right. We got a whole lot of different talented people that are in this room. I am going to uh, attempt to talk about some of those things a little bit. Um, I see many people in this room. I, I've known you long enough to know probably what some of your talents are. Um, actually, I see some music musicians back there. I saw Brother Brandon back there. We already know that he's skilled on that tambourine, probably more than I've ever seen before. I, I really I don't think I've ever seen nothing like that before. <laughs> you know, play a tambourine solo. Hey, man, we got uh, Elder Taylor back there. He can preach. He can uh, get on over there and play the bass and other instruments as well. Um, other talents in this room that I, I know about. I know Mike, he's a cook. It's one thing that I cannot do. You probably don't want to eat nothing I cook. <laughs> Thank God for Sister Micah. <clears throat> Had it not been for her, I'd be real, real extra, extra skinny. Or eating out all the time, one of the two, because that's probably one of the things that I uh, enjoy the least. I do not enjoy cooking at all. I will cook if I have to. Now, I'll fry an egg. I'll cook some bacon and things like that. But anything other than that, no, it's a no-go for me. We're going to go out. She ever said she asked me to cook dinner. We're going to go out to Cracker Barrel or get something and bring it back home, take out. That's just not my thing at all. Not much of a cook. All right. But we got lots of different talents. Amen. But every talent that we have, we can use it to the glory of God. Amen. Let's go on back to Sunday. Come on, church. Let's go. All right, y'all. Let's go into the word of the Lord on tonight. And I'm hoping that you are willing to use whatever you have. For the Lord. Amen. To the glory of God. All right. Matthew 25. We'll start reading at verse number 14. All right. The parable of the talents is our focus on tonight. Amen. Uh, let's go ahead and start reading. For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. Amen. Verse 15. All right, now let's go back with one verse. For the kingdom of heaven is a man traveling into a far country. All right, so the man is traveling uh, who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. Now, this was a pretty typical thing. Uh, remember back in those days, uh, there weren't no credit cards, wasn't no Western Union. There was no way of really, you know, you can't just cash app somebody. You know, I see Sister Courtney sitting back there, and I just, I'll order some money. I just, well, I'm going to go ahead and sell you. I only have to walk over to you. 
you know, back in those days, if you had wealth or any uh, substance, uh, you could just, just, you know, put it up in the bank or something like that. You know, it was, you know, you had that wealth. And so what would happen is sometimes they would divide it up if you had to go on a journey. One of the safest ways to keep it is you just put it under somebody else and have them, um, somebody trusted, of course, to operate and to work that money, to use it. Um, so that you can have some gain. And so there he goes. He splits up the money amongst his trusted uh, servants. Amen? People that he has entrusted with stewardship. How many know that stewardship is so, so, so important? Amen, Amen somebody. What you do with your money. If the Lord blesses you. You know, you know, a lot of times people can make a whole lot of money. But if you don't know how to manage that money. You don't know how to manage that money. You can still get messed up. Amen. You can make more. The next man, but one man have a better system, a better um, uh, stewardship over his money, and it looks like his money just stretched him a lot further. All right, so let's keep on going here. So he trusts these servants. We stopped at verse number 15, and let's see what he gave him. He gave one five talents to another two and to another one. And now we do understand that uh, in this particular context, he's not just talking about talents as in, you know, I, I can sing a song, I can play the drums, um, I can ride a bike. Talents in this case would be uh, money, all right? Or it would be a particular <coughs> measuring system, of, you know, of weight. Uh, let me see here. Uh, to one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one. A talent was not an ability... Uh, though this parable, listen at this, has application to our abilities, but it's a unit of money worth at least, now this is saying $1,200 in modern terms, and likely much more. Now, I've, I've read all kinds of things today about how much that, that was. Uh, so there were some people who were saying a talent could be worth 6,000 denarii, and denarii, that was like a Roman type of money. Uh, and I've read somewhere else that it was about 16 years worth of a wage. I heard another place that said it could be like 20 years worth of a wage. But regardless of all these things, we know that this was a considerable amount of money that this uh, master had trusted into his servant. Now, I don't know about you. If somebody just came up to me and gave me 20 years uh, worth of wages, you know, I, I don't know. Y'all might not even see me up here. <laughs> but, well, deuces, y'all don't need this job no more. Now I want to do that to you. Praise the Lord. We do this because, I'm, let me say this now, I'm too new on the job for y'all before y'all get mad at me. I'm doing this to the glory of God, not just for money. Amen. Amen, somebody. Amen. 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 All right, but if somebody gave me 20 years worth of, uh, of, of money, I mean, whoa, that would be a whole lot. They've entrusted me with. And I, if somebody, and it, first of all, it's not even my money. Amen. This is his money that he's trusted me with. Now, one thing that you might get uh, uh, tempted by is to run off. All right? So you can't just choose anybody. So these are trusted servants. How many people here know that the Lord has trusted us with something that is not ours? Hold on now. Wait a minute. Ooh, I'm teaching already. That talent that you have. Amen. Before you just uh, flaunt that talent, recognize and realize that that talent really is not yours. All right. Now that that ability or whatever the Lord has given you, all things, they belong to God. And God has merely entrusted you with that particular gift. And it is up to you what you do with it. And when he comes back, he's going to ask you, you know, what you do with it. He's looking for some usury. Amen. 
All right. So all the things that we have, it belongs to God, and God has entrusted it with us uh, for stewardship. Amen. He's going to come back. What did you do with that ability? What did you do with what I have given you? Amen. And that's what I'm going to talk about on tonight. All right. Uh, let's keep on going here. Where we stop off? Let's go to verse number. Where are we at? Sixteen. 16, go ahead. All right. Oh, now let, let's say this. Now, so hold on before we go there. All right, so he gives one. Let's count this up real quick. He gave one how many? Five. Five. He gave another what? And he gave another what? One. All right, it kind of seems a little bit random, but really not so. But what's the rest of it say? To every man according to his what? His several ability. Amen. So he's just looking at different ones. And he says, okay, I feel like you can handle this, so I'm entrusting you with this. I'm not going to give you more than what you're able to handle. Now, you know, we could probably get jealous of somebody. You look at somebody, well, why would you give him more than you gave me? Well, he's not going to give you any more than you can, you can possibly handle. And let me say this, you don't want to have more than you can handle. You know why? Because you're going to have to give an account. Uh-oh. And so if he's giving you more than you can, you can handle and he's going to give an account, you could find yourself in some trouble. So thank God he doesn't, give, or doesn't put more on us than we're able to bear. He's not going to give you more than you could possibly handle. I thank God for that. He knows what each one of us can do um, with what he's given us. So, you know, I'm thinking right now, say, for instance, if I had, um, who, who in here could cook? Let me see the show of hands of those people that could cook. All right, now put your hand up high real quick because I'm just going to judge you by your... <laughs> No, you can tell people that can really throw down. They just got a certain look about them. <laughs> Y'all know it's true. Now, let me see. You know, now, hold on, keep your hand up just for a minute. Because if I'm really going, what if I was going to just say, I'm going to give you uh, a talent or I'm going to give you finances to open up a restaurant right now. Or, no, let, no let's, let's, let me take this back. Let's get creative with this. All right, it's Thanksgiving Day. Now, you know good and well you can't just trust everybody on Thanksgiving Day. Amen. There's some folks that can bring the macaroni and cheese, amen, and there's some folks, you know, you ain't got to that level yet, amen. You, you, still, you still bring in the, 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 the Tupperware or the plates. You, you bring the foil. You bring the napkins. <laughs> you ain't got to that level yet, you know. And, and eventually, over time, you know, you just you keep on doing, being faithful. Be faithful in the, in the few things, and then we gonna, we'll go ahead out. You know, and I, I'm so glad to sister, see Sister Regina out there. Now, I know Sister Regina, all right? Now, I done seen her. Now, she done gone viral, you know, yeah. on, on uh, online, you know, for making some, what, banana pudding, wasn't it? And I watched that video. Micah sent me that video. I was like, well, well, you know, my mouth was kind of watering. So, you know what, I'm willing, you know, I will go ahead and invest in Sister Regina. Amen. I don't know about the rest of y'all out there, but Sister Regina, you got my vote. I give you the five talents right now. And I'll be like, well, go ahead, girl. We're going to go ahead and invest in that right now. Now, let me see something else. Now, who else had their hand raised? Uh, now, you know, now, Sister Rain, I'm going to go ahead with Sister Rain now. Because Sister Rain, she just looked like that sweet lady that know how to cook good. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I ain't really seen nothing that Sister Rain can do, but she just strikes me as that person. Now, hold on, Tay, wait a minute. Sitting there all quiet now. All right. Don't, don't sleep on Tay. Now, you know, but, you know, as far as somebody else in the room, I might tell them, I'll say, you know, okay, I'd be willing to invest in these, but somebody else over here, I would just give them, you know, I'm going to give you the one talent. 
See, Brother Devon over there, yeah, he might be able to fry an egg, maybe. Get that. You know, I'm like, all right, well, he might, you just strike me as, a, as the uh, paper cup type of guy. You know, you bring those. We'll try you out right there. So that's how this thing works. And the Lord is looking at each one of us, and he's going to give you, he gives you this, some of his, uh, some of his own, and he tells you, I'm going to come back, and I'm going to see what you did with that. All right, so there we are. Now, remember that. Where did I leave off at? Let's go over here to verse number 16, still in Matthew chapter number 25. All right, let's go ahead and read. Then he that had received the five talents went and traded with the same and made what? He made five other talents. All right. And what else happened? Go ahead, verse number 17. All right, now let's stop right there. Let's talk about them. So the first two servants, uh, how did they move? They moved expeditiously. We write in the next verse, soon as they got what the Lord gave them, they called hold to Sunday's word, and, you know, without hesitation, they were like, let's go. All right, you made this investment with me, you know, and I, you, you gave me this money. I'm going to take, take this investment, and I'm going to do something with it. All right? Lord, you've entrusted this with me, and I'm going to do something with it, all right? So they just started working without any delay at all. They did their work expeditiously. They didn't have any slowfulness about them, all right? You know how some people are. they got to have all kinds of meetings about everything. You ever been on one of those type of committees? All you do is just meet. <laughs> Ain't nothing. We don't do nothing but have meetings. Ain't nothing ever came out of this particular thing. I don't like being on those type of auxiliaries. Amen. That's, that's, don't, don't put me on that. I like those folks that just, you know, common sense things. We ain't got to have, this could have been a, a well-worded email. You didn't have to waste my time doing all this. And we could have just got the job done. Can I hear an amen, somebody? Amen. amen. Oh, I can't stand no meetings at work. Y'all know good well this could have been an email in five minutes. And here I've been sitting here a whole long hour. Boy, if I had a dollar for every, you know, one of those meetings, my goodness, I would be able to retire right now. You know, but thank God, you know, for people that just common sense things. Amen. The Lord has given us the Holy Ghost, but I also believe he's given us some what? Some common sense as well. All right. And they did this. They worked diligently. They worked persistently. All right. And they did their work with some success that was driven by purpose. All right. Maybe along the way they had to adjust their plan. You know, maybe along the way as they were working, they saw something that wasn't right. And so they made some adjustments to it. You know how we do. But eventually, they had some success. All right? Now, let's think about that in terms of what's going on in this church right now. The word that we got on Sunday, um, let's go. Even right now, I could just see needs even right now. I see needs even in this room right now um, without even, I don't even have to even move out of this desk. How many people know there's needs in the church? Amen. Amen. And then some of these things, you know, we don't really got to even talk a lot, a lot about it. I know one need that I would love. Oh, I would love to see this need get met. Um, I, I, I tried, and this is just not my ministry. I, I really tried to do this, and it just seemed like I flopped. Boy, I flopped miserably. Um, you know, I know you see me up here, and the Lord has blessed me with several talents, but, boy, when you get out of your lane, good grief. I felt bad even the next day about that. It kind of stressed me out. I went back in that nursery. And I told them to drop them babies off with me one time. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I had my kids. I had Sister Elise's kids back there. 
I had uh, Brianna came back there and dropped hers off back there, and I was in there just trying to do little activities with them, you know, and I thought for sure, well, I'm a school teacher, but I'm telling you, it's a difference between teaching school-age kids and them itty-bitties. I mean, I just didn't have it. I didn't have it at all, and I knew, I knew. Brother Aaron came back and looked at me. He knew I didn't have it. I, I flopped miserably. I was out of my lane, you know, but wouldn't it be so nice, you know, I was thinking in the church, it would be such an easy thing if it would be so wonderful if we had a nursery and just somebody to staff the nursery, Amen. you know, and then you could just drop your babies off and then we would just kind of rotate through. Yep. Ain't that so easy? Yes. All right. Okay. It, it really don't take nothing to do it either. You know, just, just rotate. All right. Who want to take tonight? Let's go. Who want to do tonight? All right. I see my little boys walking in right now. Get them out of here. They don't need to be in here. You know, I see you back there. That, that should not be. Get them. Let's go. Come, let's go. I'm for real. Let's go. Let's do it. I need just somebody to do it. Who want to do it? All right. So then we going what we going to do? We going to rotate. Let's talk about this real quick. We're going to have a long meeting. Text me later. Maybe Mikey can do next week. You know, Alexis, she said she's been willing to go. All right, and then let's check this out. I see another need that we can meet. This that was look how fast we did that. That went under but two minutes and we got this need. Maybe we can switch off or something. All right, drop them all off with Brianna tonight. Now we're gonna say what are we gonna say, Sister Brianna? Maybe five and below or what? Yeah, I say five. I agree. There we go. And then, and, and then how do we do this? Just like these, these guys with the talents, I'm sure they adjusted things as they went. We'll adjust. Ooh, and Sister Micah came in right on time. Look at that, how the Lord just blessed her that quickly. <laughs> All right. Now, you know, uh, another thing that I see just right off the bat as I come in here, another need. I'm seeing Jaylee, Jacob over there. Why y'all here? Y'all should be somewhere singing, Father Abraham had many sons. You know, seriously, I, I really look at that kind of stuff, and I, I feel like there's a scripture that said the children of darkness are wiser than the children of light. You know, they go to school. We don't stick everybody in the same class in the, in the schools. Y'all hear that? We don't do it. They would never do that. Why? Why, why? why are we doing that? All right, so here's what I did. Um, I just printed off some stuff. We just start here. Let's go. You know, what I talked about Sunday, we just get this thing moving. We might not have a whole plan in place, but we'll get one. We just got to take one foot in front of the other. All right, here's what I did. I printed out some coloring sheets for them, pertinent to the lesson on tonight about the talents. Amen. I printed off some little crossword puzzles that you can do with them. And there's a little post-it note to tell you where to find the scripture. Anybody want to teach that? Let me see all the, um, what grade you in, Jaylee? Fourth grade. Uh, let's say elementary school kids, stand, uh, stand up with me right now. Any elementary school kids, anybody in elementary, that's four of them right there. That's good. All right, now we're going to get you out of here. Does anybody, anybody good at working with kids? Let me see all those that work. I see Sister, Sister Marcita. Anybody else good at working with kids other than Sister Marcita? Amen. Amen. Oh, Sister Aisha, look at that. Let's go. Go ahead. That's what I'm talking about. That's good stuff. All right, now, this, this means that, you know, now listen, this means, Sister Aisha, you mind just going with them and take, take the babies back, teach them something good on tonight, amen? Here's a lesson, get some crayons, do something, I don't know, you, you mean, and then we'll just get started. All right, let's hear it for Sister Marcita. Lord been blessing her, y'all. I'm getting excited when I'm seeing the Lord doing her life. Sister Aisha and you too, huh? Sister Michelle will get you some. I'll see her go. Look out. Let's go, Sister Michelle. <laughs> you see that? How we fast we meet needs. 
And then that's how we do it. Y'all, we just get stuff moving. Now, sis, um, let's, uh, I need one official just to find them a room to go in. And then we got Brother Paul. Let's go, Brother Paul. Oh, Sister Michelle already got it. Sunday school superintendent is here. She got it. All right, good. Now, y'all go learn something, have fun, and don't sit there and be playing little games on your phones and stuff while you're in Bible class. This is, you know, amen. We fixed that problem, right? Y'all see how fast we fixed that? And then he had no meeting about it. Amen. Now, I'm not telling you not to meet. There is a time that we need to get organized with things. I'm not saying that we just do everything just sloppy, you know, and just thrown together. Amen. But sometimes you just got to get something started. Amen. And, and this is what I want to, uh, I do want to say this as well. I really feel like that if, if you are in a threatening environment, uh, you are not going to grow as, as a saint of God. You will not. Uh, I, I've learned that just from being a teacher over the years. If you, you know, you, I want you all to feel um, as if you can try things. Y'all hear that? I want you to feel as if I'm not just looking at you and just, uh, have you ever felt like you was just so intimidated by a particular person that, you know, you was even afraid to even try because of what they might say? Right. You ever felt like that before? Yeah. Well, I'm not that guy, all right? So if the Lord has really given you a, a certain skill, um, or giving you some type of thought or some type of, um, uh, I don't know, some type of ministry that the Lord is trying to birth in you, I'd love to hear about it. And if it matches the vision of this church, I would love to support you. Amen? Because it's not just all about me. I can't pull this wagon all by myself. I don't want to hold that all night long, Sister Angie. I know you don't, but we can't hear you. Okay. All right. Yeah, I it. Is that good enough right here? All right. All right, but let's go, church. That's how we do that. That was good. Let's give the Lord praise for that. Amen. All right. All right, now let's keep on going in the word of the Lord on tonight. So they did those things. They, 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 they used what the Lord had given them. All right, we're in verse number, uh, I believe, 20. Are we there? Verse 19. 18. I'm sorry. Let's go ahead and go. And he said, go into the city to such a man. I'm sorry. I'm way off. Where am I? Verse number 18? 18. Okay, go ahead. You read. I'll catch up. Uh-huh. 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 uh all he had to do was just take what he had and do something with it. Just do something. Do something with it. But all that he had to show when the Lord came back with that investment was just one thing. All he really could show is the same thing that he handed him. And if really are, or just the only thing he went out and bought with the money was just a shovel so that he can go and bury it. Now, the question is, uh, that just really brings, that poses a question for all of us. Have there been any, any talents that you have or abilities that you have or things that you can use for kingdom building that you've had a premature funeral for? All right, y'all hear me? You're still alive, but you've buried what the Lord has given you. Amen. What I'm asking you to do is to take whatever the Lord has given you and whatever you've buried, get that same shovel that you use to bury it and dig it back up. Dust it off, put it under the sink, whatever you got to do, wash it off, 
and ask the Lord to bless it and to raise it up. Amen. I really feel like that we're in a season where the Lord is going to use a lot more people than just me. The Lord is going to bless this church. Amen. But if there's been anything that you've been sitting on, perhaps it used to be something that you were involved in. Amen. I don't know who the Lord is talking to. I'm hoping the Lord is just coming to knock on somebody's door. Maybe you used to be a little bit more involved in something, but you found yourself falling off along the way. Perhaps it's time for you to get back involved, amen, and start working for the Lord again, amen? All right, let's keep on going here. All right, uh, verse number, where are we at? Help me stay on track. 21, his Lord said unto him, amen. Well, hold on, verse number 20. And so he that had received five talents came, and he brought other five, all right? So now what we got? We got a 100%. What would that be, that percentage? That's 100% return, right? You gave me five, and I made that with it, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five talents more. Verse 21, his Lord said unto him, what did he say? Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Now check this out, verse number 22. He also that had received just what? Two talents came and said, Lord, now hold on. Now notice this. The guy that has the two talents, the Lord's not expecting him to make the same thing that with the man with the five talents, is he? So we ain't got to really compare ourselves to each other. Amen. Don't let that intimidate you at all that you're not doing the same as the next man. You just stay in your lane. Look at what the Lord has given you and ask yourself, am I doing enough with what the Lord has given me? Am I making, am I making a profit with this? Am I making usury with this? Am I uh, being a profitable servant? Am I being a fruitful servant? And if you can answer yes to that question, then you're all right. Amen? Stay in your lane. You ain't got to do it. I'm looking at Sister Ruthie. Amen? She get up here and preach and all those things. You ain't got to do that. Maybe the Lord ain't called you to be a preacher. Sister Shine over there. Amen? Some people in this room, they do multiple things for the Lord. But if the Lord has just given you that one thing, take that one thing and run, run, run. Do everything you can with it. Let the Lord bless it. And you never know. The Lord might stretch that thing. How many people here know, you know, it's, it's times that you start off. Notice that he gave um, every person according to their several ability. Don't you know the Lord can increase your ability? Anybody in here ever, you know, you started off just walking. And maybe you couldn't walk nothing but to the mailbox. And it hurt you to walk to the mailbox. Keep on doing that. My mom called me this morning and said she was going to the gym and working out. Amen. Praise the Lord, mama. Amen. <laughs> Amen. 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 I would, I would, I almost told her, I ain't gonna tell her. <laughs> it's almost too funny not to tell, but I, she, no, no don't say it. Don't say it. No. No, that's funny. You know, mom, I got to tell her. Y'all just don't. Y'all, y'all, please, please be mature. Y'all, Lord, I, I mean, it's too funny not to tell you. You know, I knew as, as being the new pastor, and I would get somebody to ask some questions about standards and things like that. My mom called me today. I'm going to work out for the first time today. You want me to wear a skirt while I'm working out? <laughs> I'm like, Lord, I'm right. You know, amen, amen. Now somebody asked me what I gave the answer to. Amen, amen. The Lord, the Lord, just keep doing what you're doing. We ain't changed nothing. Hello, you heard that? We ain't changed nothing. Amen, amen. We ain't changed nothing. And all over here, but I just thought that was so funny. Amen. Saints didn't laugh at that. Amen. Y'all be all right. All right. Um, 
Now, I, and I'm going to say this. I do believe the Lord has given us some common sense to those things. Amen. Now, if you feel like that I'm going to be chasing you around and being the, the standard Holy Ghost police, I'm going to let you know right now I'm not doing all that. Amen. I'm not doing that at all. We know the standards of this church. Amen. And then we know that, I, I want to say this, we're not legalistic in things where we're just going around and taking pictures of people and coming back and being a tattletale. We're reporting to the pastor and all those type of things. I think that's just very, very silly. Um, I think we're a lot more mature congregation than that. Amen. 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 And we, we realize uh, we know what we do, what we're supposed to do. Um, and I know if I really just stand up here and give you license to do certain things that, you know, that we would just run a little bit further maybe than what we should do. Um, but at the same time, I want you to know I'm not just sitting up here there. And if I see you in the store, I'll be ducking behind something and hiding from me. I'm being silly like that. Amen. Yeah. Ain't that goofy? Yeah. Aren't we a little bit more better than that? Yeah. Amen. All right. Keep on moving, Brother Jason, before you get in trouble. All right. Um, let's keep on going down here. How to be productive. Amen. Uh, productivity. That's what the Lord is looking for us to be product, to be productive for him. Luke chapter number 24. And let's go down here to verse number 49. Luke 24 and 49. What's one step to being productive for the Lord? Somebody help me out. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Come on now. Yeah. Uh-huh, Sister Ruthie. One step in being productive for the Lord is listening. Is listening? You have to listen to get instructions, or you will not know where you're going. Good. Good. What else? All right. Good. Listening for instructions. All right. Elder Kimball. Being obedient. That's good. Elder Mike. Whatever you find your hands to do, do it with all your might. All right. Uh-huh, you still, ain't nobody really gave me a good answer. Uh, well, y'all gave me a good answer, but not the answer I was looking for yet. <laughs> Give me the, I'm looking for that. You're going to have to have this in order to be productive for the Lord. What do you need? Somebody help me out. You need trust in the Lord? That's good. It's still not what I'm looking for, though. What's the first thing that you're going to need in order? Somebody said love. That's good. That's real good. I guess you trump. He kind of trumped me, but somebody just said it. What are you going to need? The Holy Ghost. You're going to need God's power. If you want to be productive, amen, you're going to need the Holy Ghost. You're going to need God's spirit on the inside of you. Amen. Now, I can dress you all up like a saint of God. I can put the look of a saint of God on you. But if you ain't got no power on the inside of you, all you're doing is walking around here looking like a saint. Amen. There's a whole lot of things. You know, I can have a, a broke phone. And, you know, they both look the same. But when, you need, when you're in trouble and you need to make a call... It's only going to be the one that has power that's going to work. Y'all hear that? So if you want to be productive for the Lord, you need to have the Holy Ghost. All right. That's why I told you real quick to go here to Luke 24 and 49. Really nothing new. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But what does he say? Tarry ye here. Hold on. Stop right there. What does he say to do? Terry, wait, in instead of you just going out here, he's talking to his disciples prior to the Holy Ghost being poured out, and he tells them before, now you're going to be a witness, I'm going to use you to be a witness in all these different places, but prior to that, there's something that you're going to need in order for you to be productive, all right? So that's why in the apostolic church, we don't just tell you to just jump up here and get on the instruments, jump up here and get up in the choir, you know what I mean, and start preaching the word until prior to you getting the what? The Holy Ghost, because we realize that you're going to need something beyond yourself in order to be effective 
for kingdom building. How many people know you need the Holy Ghost? Now, I praise God for all the other answers, but all the other answers you gave me are very secondary to the main thing. Amen? I can have a whole dinner. Since we're talking about food, we can have a dinner and we can have all the side items. But if you ain't got the main thing, you know, here I come up to your house and you invite me to Sunday's dinner. We got the mashed potatoes, corn, the greens. We got all them things. We got the biscuits. And then I get down and I'm ready to eat. And I'm like, for me, something is missing. Hold on. My wife took me one time to some bed and breakfast, and I found out after I got there it was a vegan or a vegetarian type of place. That might have been good for y'all, but for me, I'm like, where's the meat? Where's the main thing, all right? Now, the main thing that you're going to have to have is the power of the Holy Ghost. My God, and that's the thing that causes us to be able to be effective and productive. If I got up here and I just tried to pour out for myself all the time, you know, listen, I, went, I got a whole lot of things going on in my world. How many people, am I the only one? We got a whole lot of things going on, and there's a whole lot of people that are taking from me. I'm constantly pouring out. I go home, and I, you know, I got to be a husband, all right? So that's, somebody tapped into me for that. Then I got kids, you know, I got a whole lot of little faucets, you know, that are turned on and being poured out. You know, I got one called Sam, another one called Nate, and it's just, I'm pouring out of myself. Then I go to school, you know, it's a whole lot, you know, I'm pouring out of myself. Then I come here, I'm pouring out of myself. And eventually, if I am not connected to a source that is higher than me, I am going to get depleted and run out real quick. And you know why a lot of times that we feel down and out and depressed and discouraged? Because we don't stay connected to God like we should. My God, I'm talking about even after you receive the Holy Ghost. How many people know you can get refilled with his spirit? Am I all right, y'all? Amen, we all right. You know, I'm talking about that sometimes you get on your knees and you begin to pray and you begin to worship God and you can feel him. Pour back into you so that you can in turn pour out to the people of God. So you can pour out to your family. Amen. So you can pour out to all those people out there that you need to be a witness and a light to. Y'all hear me, y'all? Somebody say amen. I need the Holy Ghost. Amen. This is a, this is a Holy Ghost thing. I thank God for that. I wouldn't be able to, you know, answer questions and do things and, and work for the Lord. Had God not filled me with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. All right. Let's keep on going here. Uh, so Luke 24 and 49. What's Acts 1 and 8 say, y'all? Apostolic folk, we ought to be able to say that. Acts 1 and 8. Huh? No. Huh? Apostolic church, agape apostolic faith assembly. What's Acts 1 and 8 say? You shall receive what? Power. That's what I'm talking about. Now, hold on. We can't be, a, we have to be, a, we, we cannot sound so powerless being a powerful church. Come on here. I, I honestly believe that a Holy Ghost church, a spirit-filled church, it ought to sound different. You got that right. Hello? Anybody else believe that other than me? A you ought to know the difference. When you go into a spirit-filled church, there's just a difference. Now, I, listen, there's a whole, I, I had visited other churches before. Sincerely, I've been to other places before. People invited me places, and I'm not one of those sensitivity people that act like, you know, I want you to come to my church, but I can't return the favor and come to your church. You know, come on, I, I don't believe that, you know, just because I go and visit somebody's church, suddenly, you know, the Holy Ghost that I have is so weak that as soon as I go in here, I'm just going to be, you know, just detox everything I've ever been taught, and now I'm something else other than what I was. Amen. I don't know about you, but I'm not that weak. Hello? I'm not that weak at all. I mean, I believe, you know, if the Lord has given our bodies an immune system, 
Y'all know you got an immune system. You know, come on here, COVID, fresh out of COVID-19. You know, y'all walking around like everything's just, you know, you wiping down everything, spraying down everything. And then suddenly after we put so much hand sanitizer on, spraying everything down with Lysol, wearing masks, and coming in just wrapping ourselves almost in plastic wrap, well, you know, you got to think about this for a minute. Now, hold on. We do got, God did put an immune system on the inside of us. Amen. Ain't like we just serve, serve God, some God that wasn't already hip to the things that are going to be coming our way. So he's given you these things. Amen. And the Lord understands that we're not going to be able to be at 6240 North Georgetown Road. Let me just bring this over to the spiritual for you right now. You ain't going to be able to be over here all the time. Y'all hear that? It's coming a time where you're going to have to go out into the world, amen, and you're going to be faced with worldly things. You're going to be pumping the gas, and all of a sudden you hear, boom, 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 and you know what You're going to hear that. You might hear the bump, 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 you know, and you're going to hear the cuss word, and all that, you know, and all of a sudden, if you like me, I was sitting in Starbucks today, and all of a sudden, a song came on, I felt, I was like, well, hold on now. <laughs> y'all know, come on, I ain't the only one. Y'all not that same. Every time I come to the gas station from now on, I'm going to put earplugs in. I ain't going to that Starbucks no more. I got to go to the Christian Starbucks because they play, you know, uh, K-Love all day. <laughs> come on. God ain't that weak. How many people know that we serve a God that can keep us? Oh, I'm so glad we serve a God that can keep us. My God. I thank God for that. You know, I, I praise God that this is not, I've said this before, I'm going to say it again, that these are not just external laws, amen, that are written on tables of stone, amen, but this thing has been written on the tables of our hearts, amen, so even when pastor ain't there, amen, you ain't got to always call me with every little question because what? You got a what? How, you, got, you got the Holy Ghost. How many folks in here got the Holy Ghost? God, amen, and there's certain things, listen, you know, I ain't even harping on certain things, but there's certain things the Holy Ghost already harped on you, amen, when you put it on, you knew that wasn't right, you knew that was too tight, you know, come on, don't have me chasing around and having to tell you certain things, you knew that was wrong, amen, amen, you knew you shouldn't have been there, you felt that vibe, amen, you felt, or whatever you want to call it, you felt that spirit, let's put it like that, let me keep this biblical, you know, but you felt that spirit when you were there, you knew you should have left, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. And you know, you got too much Holy Ghost to know. You, I mean, something about when you got the Holy Ghost, you know, light have no fellowship with darkness. My God. And I, you can get up in some darkness and you'll know, like, ooh, hold on. I'm going to fit in here. You know, what a polar bear look like in the Sahara Desert? God, but you're in the wrong environment. <laughs> well, you know, what, what, what a fish like look like walking around. I got a fish tank and all one of the fish all going to hop up walking around the living room floor. But, but you're in the wrong place. You ain't going to last long here. My God. Hallelujah to God. That's why some of y'all, you, you know, you remind me of little, little flowers. You know, you get out of the vase and you wither real, real fast. Amen. You get up, you, as soon as we up, you know, you get uprooted out of this thing, you're going to go down real, real fast. Amen. Stay in the way. Stay in the body of Christ. Stay where God has planted you. My God. And you will flourish. My God. Come on here. Let's go on down here real quick because I feel the Lord just taking us a, another way real quick. Let's go to Psalm chapter number one. We already been here before, but let's go on back to Psalms one. I love it. Psalms one and one. Where we at? Blessed is the man that does what? 
Hello here, North. Come on. All right, verse number two. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. Let's go back to verse 1 again. Give me that one more time. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of God, nor standeth in the way of sin, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Amen. There's some place I already know. Oh, this don't sit well with my spirit. Mm -mm. No, 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 no. Anybody other than me? They're like, you just know. I ain't, didn't nobody call me. Didn't nobody tell me, you know, Bishop didn't call me, told me that. It's just I knew within myself because I have the Holy Ghost, God living on the inside of me, making his abode in me. Anybody glad to have the Holy Ghost today? Amen. Amen. And that's what's giving me, I'm telling you, you tapped in, and because you tapped, ooh, God, thank God to be tapped in. Look, Listen at this, y'all. Uh, you know, you can be in a, in a room filled with people, amen, but everybody ain't tapped in. <laughs> Everybody ain't tapped in. So, look, 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 at, look at this. Somebody tapped in on Sunday night. Oh, God. I thank God for that. You know, listen, you can be, I have been in services before where, you know, it's been people that tapped in. Ooh, and then by the time they walk out of this place, oh, they feel refreshed in the spirit. Go in their car, you know, just go, you know, and it, go, it goes out of this place even into your home. Praise God. But then the next man was in the same service that you was in, didn't get nothing from God. My God. Because everybody ain't tapped in. Hello, hello, there was a woman. Let me, let me say it like this. She had, what did she have? An issue of blood. My God. And, you know, it was a whole lot of folks that were around in that crowd that thronged Jesus. But only one person touched him. Oh, my God. When I say touched him, listen to this, y'all. There's a difference between just, you know, touching him really touching him. Y'all hear that? And I, I mean, you, you just have to understand that spiritually. Maybe everybody didn't catch that, you know. That's the only best way I can articulate that. You know, it's a whole lot of folks that might know about Jesus. You know, we can be talking about Jesus and all those things, but there's a whole other thing when you experience Jesus. And that's, that's what I'm hoping for that soul back then when we talked in the, in the beginning at Bible classes, back there seeking the Lord for the Holy Ghost. I'm hoping that he's able to experience this thing. My God, when you get the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, it is an experience. And I'm telling you this, it becomes, that's the wonderful thing about the Pentecostal Apostolic Church. It's not just words on a page. Hello, but I know God in experience. My God. And if I was so freshly saved, I didn't have not even one scripture that I can rub together. But God filled me with the Holy Ghost. My God. I know him through experience. I'd not be able to have no word, chapter, and verse I can put on it. But i got God living on the inside of me. Somebody ought to give God praise for the Holy Ghost. My God, that's helping you. That's leading you. That's guiding you. I'm not the Holy Ghost. Hold on. I'm not your God. You say, I'm not your Holy Ghost. My God. And I ain't about to be chasing behind you, watching every little thing that you do. You know, no, I'm not that type of God. That's between you. If you want to be saved, be saved. You know, if you, who, who want to be saved? Who want to be saved? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah to God. You know, I, you know, I thank God even prior to me getting on here, Bishop was gone for quite a long time. But, you know, Bishop here or not here, I wanted to be saved. Oh, I want to be saved. I want to hear, well done, thou good and thou faithful sermon. My God. Hallelujah. I'm so glad 
that we can plug into this thing. I can know him. Hallelujah. I can know him through experience. You know, I, I love that. You know, um, you know, just to know God that way. Oh, what a beautiful thing. You know, I thank God. When I got the Holy Ghost, I knew it was a heaven. Mm. <laughs> you, know, I, you know why I knew it was a heaven when I got the Holy Ghost? Because I had the earnest of his spirit. It's like he made that first down payment on my soul. And like he gave you just a little foretaste of what is to come. My God, and I don't know about you, but I remember my Holy Ghost experience. Oh, hallelujah to God. You know, when I, you know, I came up out of that water. Let me tell my story, and then we're going to get back. We, gonna, we just got a little sidetracked. We come back around. We're going to come back around. Let me get, I want to stay on track here. Do something with what God has given you. God ain't gave you this Holy Ghost that I'm talking about just so you can sit on that purple pew and just warm the pew. Come on here. You don't be no just bench warmer. You know, that, that make me mad. You know, you playing basketball. You know, I know little guys on the team, on the high school team. You know, coach don't use them ever. Boy, they get mad after a while. Well, guess what? God want to use you. God don't want you to just sit down on that bench and do absolutely nothing, you know. And when you start getting used of God, don't just compare yourself to others. You just say if all you are is a, is a point guard or whatever, you're just a rebounder, do it well. Do it with all your might. Amen. Do it with all diligence. Somebody give God praise right there. Thank you, Lord. Oh, I'm so glad you put that down payment on my soul. But I remember, you know, I went down in Jesus' name. And I had wanted to get baptized for so, so very long. I did. I was one of those guys. I know you see me now standing up in front of an audience of people. But this is, a, this is what you get when you get the Holy Ghost. This is, a, this is what God has done in me. Now, I'm telling you, it was a time where I didn't want to come out my coat at church. I, was, I, wore my, I, didn't, I, felt, I remember the first time I put a shirt and a tie on, I felt out of place. I was like, this ain't my style. This ain't me. This ain't who I am, you know. And then, but I started. You know, I had to start somewhere. And I remember, you know, I went to church, and, uh, you know, and I thank God for church friends. Some of y'all need some church friends. <laughs> I do. I started, you know, I made some church friends, and they helped me out, you know. And I started hanging out with church friends and things, and one day we went out to eat together. And uh, I, I praise God, I had one church friend who asked me, do you want to get baptized? And I, Lord knows, oh, in my heart, I, I wanted to get baptized so bad. But I was at Calvary Tabernacle um, at that particular time. Uh, it, ooh, and that's how I know that everybody, did it. Agape ain't the only folk going to say, get, get to say. You know what, because I got saved before I came here. Oh! <laughs> I thank God for that. You know, I, got, I thank yeah. God he is so much bigger. Oh, anybody glad? I'm not, I'm not just throwing off right there, but anybody just glad to know that God is bigger than just this one place? Oh, that just makes me so happy to know that I'm part of something bigger than that. My God, you know, when we go to heaven, there's going to be a number that no man can number. My God, of all tribes, I believe it's going to be all tongues. You know what I mean? We're going to see all kinds of different colors and shades. All of them. I thank God. Hallelujah. For that. But anyway, I, I was there, and that was a great big old church, and I did not want to make that old long, lonely walk down that aisle. Then up at that church, way up high on the balcony, there it was where you had to get baptized. They had you up in front of everybody. You know, and I, that's hard. That's difficult for some people. Am I the only one? That's true. Am I the only one that just had that was a lonely trip down to the altar? Amen. And I went, but I had some faith in me. 
I had faith. I remember, you know, my mother taught me better than that. My parents, my dad taught me better than that. They talked, they told us about the Holy Ghost. Amen. And then it got instilled in me. I already knew about the Holy Ghost. And I prayed already before I got baptized. I didn't want to have to take a long time to get the Holy Ghost. And I was just expecting God to give it to me. That's what you need to have. If you want the Holy Ghost, have some expectations. Have some faith. Amen. I had I had some crazy expectations. Because look, check this out. I went down, this is uh, Truth to the Lord. I went down in Jesus' name. Came up out of the water, and I didn't have the Holy Ghost. <laughs> and I stood there, and I said, well, hold up. Something, didn't, something ain't right. Uh, because this, this, cat, this chick must have bounced. Because I'm supposed to be speaking in other tongues. That's how crazy my faith was. Real talk. And I, I, so I came back up, and I, I thought to myself, this is what I was thinking as a newcomer. I was like, well, maybe my arm didn't go under the water. I didn't know. <laughs> uh, maybe, uh, maybe you need to take me back down again. Maybe my big toe didn't go under. What's the problem here? Because I was supposed to have the Holy Ghost, and that brother got up alongside of me, and he, what did he say? He said, start praising God out loud. Oh, and that was so hard for me because, you know what, inside my heart, I had praise for God, but it just, I just didn't feel comfortable letting it go. Anybody been there other than me? I praise God on the inside. Am I talking to somebody in here? I feel like I'm just talking to the purple pews. Hi, purple pews. This is my testimony. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you know, I began to praise the Lord like that brother said. I took a step of faith. Come on. Come on, church. Let's go. Just take a step forward. That's what I, that was my first little baby step. And who would have thought from that moment when I just took a little baby step for God and I began to step out of my comfort zone? My God, and I opened up my mouth for the very first time. I know in this church y'all done heard me sing. You done heard me teach Bible class. You done heard me preach. But back then, this was a huge step for me. It might have been a little small step for somebody, but I opened up my mouth. My God. And it felt like just the floodgates of my soul opened up as I said, hallelujah. And I remember that Holy Ghost hit me on the crown of my head, went on down to my feet, and came back up and out of my mouth. I began to speak in an unknown tongue. Somebody that can relate to the experience of the Holy Ghost. Come on, let me just hear you praise God. Don't leave this boy up here hanging. I think that's the Holy Ghost. Oh! Woo! And it's been that same Holy Ghost that I got back then. That's been a long time ago. But 1996, it's been leading me and guiding me and helping me and keeping me and encouraging me and strengthening me. It's been a light unto my feet, a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my pathway. God has been my strength. Every step of the way, and I'm standing here today because God has empowered me. My God, this ain't no goodness of my own. My God, that was a who would have thought from that moment right then. You don't know what somebody's gonna be. My God, who would have thought that that little, that little boy, that 16 year old boy that got baptized with one day be pastor of Agape Apostolic Faith Assembly? I am a product of God's goodness. I'm a product of the Holy Ghost. Oh, God. And if somebody in here would just step outside of your comfort zone, you don't know what God would do in your life. You don't know the potential that lies within you. God's got something that you can give and that you can contribute to his kingdom. Let God use you, my God. Somebody one more time give me praise today. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Just take a step 
the faith. That's what I was trying to preach to you. I'm trying to convey it to you, church. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Just take a step of faith. My God, you might not have all the details. You don't know what God is doing. You know, and I'm going to say this to you. You know, you might not be the most, you know, uh, a prolific person, you know, you know, you might not feel like that you just are the most talented person or you might not feel like that you just are, you're, you know, the most popular person in church. Come on. You know, God don't care nothing about you. This ain't no popularity contest. You know, I know that's what we do, you know, all these little cliquish type of things that we like to do. But let me tell you this. That's not of God. You know, even the scripture tells you that some of I'm a Paulus, I'm a Paul, I'm a Cephas, but all of us, we ought to be a Christ. Hello? Amen, somebody. I thank God for that. But I want to say this. You know, you know who, um, thank God for my mother bringing me here some years ago to this church. Uh, you know, I was a little boy, and mom, oh, good grief, mom would be going to these different churches, these little hole-in-the-wall uh, types of churches. Um, and oh, she, she seemed like she would always be taking us to little, these little, and daddy too, good grief. You know, uh, can't we just go to some just the regular churches? Why do we always got to go to some little bitty little storefront church? You know, my, they stayed on the little storefront church and helped somebody out. We'd be in there. I remember one man's house, you know, I went in there. My daddy rung the doorbell. I walked in and here in his living room was just whole chair set up, a whole pulpit up there. I said, man, well, look at this. You know, it's, well, that's where this church started from, you know. Amen. But, it was, you know, but we stayed going to those churches. And my mama took me here uh, as just a little boy. And I would go, you know, and. Um, you know, and I would see this church, and I was like, oh, Lord, where are we going? You know, but who would have thought? You know, you, you never know. Uh, in all the years went past, you know, we, I remember seeing the church on Elmira, uh, being a little boy, and then uh, coming back, we was at a school, and I thought for sure. I remember I thought for sure the church was closing down. It was one day we were sitting out there, and uh, I got excited. I hate to say this. Lord, just, please don't. Y'all still love me after this, but I got the church was locked up that Sunday, and for some reason, somebody wasn't there to let the people in to come inside the church. I don't know if it was in the school building. Somebody didn't get there on time for some reason, and then Mama got in the car, and we went home, and I was so glad we got to go home that day. I wasn't saved back then. Amen. But then all of a sudden, you know, here we go. The church just kept on advancing. Next thing I know, mom was taking me over here on Dr. Martin Luther King. And I said, boy, this church just will not quit. Look at this church. And the Lord just kept on blessing the church. Now, I'm just telling you, this is what I, my perspective as a little bit kid. You know, we sitting just on the pews and I'm looking. I said, wow, look at this church. It's just coming and coming and coming and going and going and going. And then finally, my mother ended up going, you know, with my dad to church. And we lost contact for some years, you know. And I saw, I remember seeing Mike at the library. And I was like, oh, okay, there she is. All right. <laughs> I did. Uh, I did tell, seriously, I told, you know, I told myself, well, I think it's times the Lord is just giving me little God moments. Along the way, I, you know, I told my, said I was in my mind I was going to marry Mike when I was about 10 years old. I'm not, I promise you, I'll believe, believe it or not, I looked across that aisle and I said, I'm going to marry her one day. I did. And came back and married her. Well, look at that. <laughs> I did. I did. I mean, I don't know if that was just a, you know, a, a God moment, you know, but anyway, let me get back on track here. I'm rambling. All right, forgive me. Just stay with me for a minute. So anyway, we, I lost contact, uh, contact with this church. And uh, who would have thought? Uh, years down the road, I started working over at uh, Bry Lane. Y'all remember Bry Lane on yeah, Southeastern, yeah. 2300 Southeastern Avenue. King Size Customer Service. This is Jason. How may I help you? Oh, I hated that job. Oh, I hated that job. I, I stay, oh, I hated that job. You know why? Because you just stay attached to some phone. 
And anybody know me, I'm a guy that likes to get up and move around. Yeah. If I don't, don't just have me plugged into some phone, boy, I would get in that chair and I would roll and I would stretch that cord out as far as it can go. You know, then they'd be complaining about your ox time. You got too much ox time. You're getting off the phones. You need to be on the phones. Oh, I hated that job. But the Lord had planted me there. You know why he planted me there? Because I was going to meet some people. I remember Brother White working down in the cafeteria over there. I would see different ones. And I hadn't, listen, I hadn't seen these people in some years. I believe it was Sister Caston. Uh, that was working there at that time. A, uh, it was several other precious and different ones. Who else? Renee worked there. Sweetie worked there. It was a lot of different saints. And I hadn't seen these saints in years. And guess who else was working on the same floor I was working on? Sister Marcita. And you know what Sister Marcita did? Sister Marcita invited me to Agape Apostolic Faith Assembly. I hadn't been to this church in years. And here's Sister Marcita. Yo, so Sister Marcy is the reason why y'all got a pastor today. <laughs> what, what I'm saying, I know that's funny, but listen, what I'm saying here is you don't know how God's going to use you. Don't you discount somebody in this place and say God can't use them. I, you, listen, I don't know, you know, come on. But God can use anybody. I got for, the, for whoever the most, the, he can use the usher. All of a sudden the Holy Ghost get on the usher. You know, God is leading and guiding us and directing us. And each and every one of us is important. Every last one of us in this place has a contribution to make. Friend, Sister Donna, I love you. God's going to use you. Come on, somebody, give God praise for it. I just believe God, you know I me, mean? and I was talking to her Sunday night, you know, about that. You know, Sister Donna just had some ideas about a, um, to help out the baptismal community, committee and stuff. Don't be looking at me like that. You know good and well you've been reading books about baptism. Have some confidence. Let God use you. You are important, and this church loves you. Come on, somebody. And I, and I want you to know this. this. I want this church to be an environment where you feel like I can thrive here. I am for you. Amen. This church is for you. Amen. All right. Now, uh, let's keep on going in this scripture here. Uh, I done got so far off. Let's venture back over over here to the, uh, to the, uh, oh, but I feel good. I feel God up in here. God got a way of making his points. Amen. And we're just going to move out of the way. Uh, help me out because I'm so far gone. Let's get me back on track here. I'm Luke chapter number, oh, Lord, it's Pastor Jason Chambers. Wow, that looks nice. <laughs> Good, that's all right. Luke chapter number 24. Uh, let me get settled here in my notes again, you all. Uh, help me out. Okay, get back. Let's go back over. I want to go back over here to the uh, Matthew, though. Thank you, Sister Shine. I appreciate you. Matthew 25 and? 22. Uh, okay, I got too much good stuff not to let y'all get away without giving you this. So just give me a second to get kind of organized here. All right, just read your Bible or something for a minute. I'll be back. <laughs> read your Bible. Go ahead. You probably ain't ready all day. Come on now. Read your Bible. Just study. Study to show yourself approved. Uh, okay. Uh, all right, I do want to get to that. Not yet. Uh, Okay, I, I love this. Uh, okay, let's go back up to 21. All right, well done, thou good, and I love that. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. 
Ain't that what y'all want to hear? Yes. Well done, thou good and fabulous servant. Oh, well done, thou good and famous servant. <laughs> well done, thou good and friendly and funny. Everybody just likes you, servant. <laughs> what was he looking for? Faithful. Looking for you to be faithful. Amen. Faithfulness. What's that mean? I ain't heard much from you. I've been talking. I've been just hogging up the, the mic time in here. Somebody here, tell me, what does that mean? When you hear that word faithfulness, uh, what does that what does that mean to you? When you hear that, Sister Shy, yes, ma'am. Me, me committed. I'm committed. I'm gonna stay on my post. I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I'm supposed to do, come what may. And so it's gonna be some opposition that, that I'm faced with, right? Well, I can't tell you how many times I, you know, that something tried to run me out this church from some years ago. I told you this story before. Somebody had offended me so bad in this church. Y'all remember me telling you this story? I don't want to. I don't want to get that. I'm too young to be getting redundant. <laughs> so if I tell you a story, you know, y'all get used to that. It's the new pastor story. Y'all gonna be hearing some stories over and over again. <laughs> It'd be all right. But this is one I'm gonna tell again. Is it's worth me telling? I remember somebody offended me so bad in this church. Um, I was in that choir loft. And I mean, I got, I don't know why, you know, my feelings got hurt so bad. I felt like walking out of that choir loft, taking my robe off, you heard it before, <laughs> uh, zipping that robe and setting it down, getting my car and driving out of here and never come back. Man, that's been some long years ago that that happened to me. That was before I got married. Man, I would have, look at all the stuff I would have missed out on, you know? Wow. Think about that. I would missed out on a whole lot of things had I let the enemy. Knock me off of my post. Don't you let the enemy come here and knock you off your post. Amen. Anyway, truth be told, you know, this is the church that will love you to life, but it's people here. And where there's people, there's going to be some problems. Amen. And I'm going to let you know right now, it's going to be some problems here. Anybody other than me ever been offended here in the house of the Lord? Let's be honest. That's sometimes, but we get things right. Amen. We patch up. There's going to be things that not try to knock you off your post. Brother Brandon, I heard, I saw your hand raised. Yes, sir. Uh, dedication. Dedication, very, very good. All right. Anybody else? Elder Taylor, yes, sir. Dependable. Dependable. Y'all hear that? Dependable. That means if you did decide to, uh, and consequently, hold on. Elder Taylor was supposed to be starting some book club. Called me up, got me all excited about this book club. Where my book club at, Elder Taylor? <laughs> I, I, I was thinking, I had thought about that off and on, like so many times. So really, real talk. Let's get a book club together. I would love to do that. Amen. And, and seriously, things like that, that can help us to grow. You know what I mean? Just as the people of God learning, amen, and, and growing together. Amen. That was a good idea. Um, amen. All right. Uh, anybody else? Yes, ma'am. Sister Brianna. What's that? Reliable. Dependable, reliable. So in other words, if you did sign up to do something or you want to do something, amen, don't be just, you know, all of a sudden you started and all of a sudden you just, here we go. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, try whatever you're going to do. Uh, count up the costs before you do it. You know, think about those type of things. No man that tries to build a tower. Am I quoting the scripture right? He counts up the costs first. What's this going to cost me to do that? And in ministry, we ought to do the same thing. We ought to be dependable and reliable people. Amen. All right, uh, Elder White. Uh -huh. But we have to continue to do what God, I was saying about one scripture, do 
That's all right. You're going to be hurt, but we got to keep going. All right. That's the truth, and I appreciate you saying that, which leads us to Matthew 25 and 24. I see a couple other hands raised. I can come back to you. Then he which had received the one talent came and said, listen, listen to him, what he, what he said. Lord, I knew thee that thou art an hard man. Look at all those excuses. I'm telling you this. It ain't going to be no excuses uh, when you stand before God. I knew that you was a hard God. And I knew that you, you know, you reap where you don't sow or where you, where you don't plant, you know, and all these things. And here you come and you're telling God all about himself. And, you know, as if I'll say, go, well, you know what? I am kind of a tough guy. Come on into heaven. You know, come on. <laughs> you know, he ain't going to do that. Ain't going to be no excuses. And I'm going to tell you this, too. It ain't going to be no uh, group effort. You ain't going to be able to listen. It, it, God is. Let me say this. God is looking at us as individuals. When you stand before God, I'm going to have to stand before God just for me and me alone. Amen. And God's going to look at what he's given me and what I've done with it. Now, if I, if I come up short, I ain't going to be able to say, you know what, let's do a collective effort. Sister Sean has some talents, you know, and I pull from Sister Sean, Brother Rain, Sister Regina, and I pull all the people in. And let's say, let's stand before God together. Now, look, God, this is all, you know, really, let's count up all this. We had how many talents was it in the beginning? It was five. One man had five. Two and one. All right, so that's eight. All right, so I say, okay, well, Lord, that's eight talents, and then let's combine all our efforts together. Now, I only gave, you know, I only had my one. I still got one, you know, but all of them made extra, didn't they? All of them. Five and five. One made five, so that was ten. And then what was the next one? He made two. That was So that's 14. Now they got, and then it was, uh, he came with his little one. So was that 15? So 15. You can't just say, well... As a church, Agape Apostolic Faith Assembly, we've made 15 talents. And here's, my, and he's going to say, what did you do with what I have given you? Not this church. So I want you all to know that. Be careful. If the Lord has given you something to do, do it with all your might. Know that God is going to come looking for what you do with what he has given you. Amen, somebody. All right. Amen. Let's keep on going here. Uh, almost done. Uh, and I was afraid. Listen at that. And it went and hid the talent in the earth, and lo, thou hast, that is thine. All right. Let's keep on going here. Almost done. Verse number 26. Go ahead. You read. And the Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slow servant, thou knewest that I was a thief where I sold not, and gathered where I had not strong. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money all right, all right. Now, is, is God, um, what is he expecting him to do? Just do something. You could at least, what is he saying here? You could at least put it in the bank and got some, you know, some interest. You could have got that little 3% interest with it at least. I mean, that at least that you possibly could have done. Uh, Sister Shine, yes, ma'am. This devil, um, when, he, when the one You know what kind of mama you got. You already know I wanted these dishes done, and you better take that chicken out before I get home. <laughs> and if you don't have it done, you already know what's coming. Right. You, I hear you. I mean, come on. I already, you, everybody knew. You know what the expectation was. I already knew. It was certain things growing up I didn't even do. Because I already knew what kind of parents I had. 
It was certain things when the teacher, when I was at school, I knew I didn't want that teacher to come call my daddy. You know why? Because I know Bob Chambers going to come in there with paint all on his glasses. My daddy was a painter. You know, he going to come and embarrass me. He ain't going to put no nice clothes on. He going to come up in that school and he just going to, he just going to let you, let all my friends see, yes, I'm your daddy and you got in trouble and yeah, I'm going to embarrass you real good. You know, but you know what's, what's up. And, and we know what God, the expectation that he has for us. So we will be without excuse. Uh, Brother White, yes, sir. I was thinking about what, uh, commanded you to do. Sister uh, Ross, yes ma'am. Uh, my husband says something at that one scripture and the key to that is he said I was afraid mm -hmm. and fear is not of God. Come on. So you're not even going to act on anything because first of all you don't have that spirit because my spirit ain't fear. I ain't put that in you. The other ones were talking about what kind of a master he was, acknowledging who he was. But the first thing I was afraid. Mm -hmm. So that's going to stop you from acting anywhere you go. Yeah, and I would say this. That's, it's good that you said that, too, because there were, I could have made that excuse uh, a whole lot of times, even here in this church. I, I remember, you know, there was things, uh, you know, Bishop was my father-in-law, but Bishop wasn't playing. He wasn't playing, you know, and, he, and, and, and seriously, he, there were some things that I could have been like, well, you know, I'm just not going to get this ministry off the ground. I'm not going to do this and that because, you know, uh, no, I don't think, you know, and I could blame Bishop, you know, but no, I got a God that is pushing me to do something. And I can't, I got to answer to God. Amen. Amen. There's something, sometimes we make stuff up in our minds and then we want to make an excuse and we want to use a particular individual as our excuse for stopping us from doing the work of God or the will of God for our life. And I'm going to let you know right now, that's not going to work with God at all. Amen. You better go on to do it. And the Lord, I'm going to tell you what, if the Lord really has put something in you to do, He's going, it's going to align with the vision of the pastor. Amen. And you ain't going to have to go against the grain to push something. Next thing you know, you might have been all ducking and hiding and fearful and all those things. And next thing you know, you're going to find out, oh, this man wasn't so bad after all. And you're going to find out that he's pro you. Amen. And I hope that you all, anybody in this room, there was one little uh, particular young person. I noticed, I said, my goodness, they act like they was always scared to talk to me. I'm for you. I want to see you make it. I want to see you be successful. I want to see you be saved. I want to see you advance God's kingdom. Amen? Right. All right. right. Anybody else? I thought I saw Sister Freya. Am I making something up? Okay. All right. I thought I saw your hand raised for some reason. All right. Anybody else have any thoughts um, or anything pertinent to this? Let's keep on moving. And we're about to go in just a couple minutes here. Let me finish this up, though. Um, all right. Help me out, y'all. I need a bookmark up here. There we go. All right. 27. And beginning at Moses, and all, I'm, what am I at? Lord have mercy. Huh? Where am I? Go ahead. Thou art is therefore to have put my money. All right, next verse. We already read that one. 28. Come on. Take therefore. All right. Somebody help me out with this verse. All right, Sister Judy, I appreciate you. 
Real talk. That's real talk. That's why I was, I was, I was really happy to see my mother, you know, in different ones. You know, if we don't use it, it's a shine. Amen. She, y'all come to them Saturday classes. Amen. You don't use it, you're going to lose it. Amen. Sister Brown. Yes, ma'am. God's program will go before. It is. Come on, Esther. You know what? I heard Sister Joyce talking about Esther uh, Tuesday nights ago. And what did uh, Mordecai tell Esther? He told her, you know what? If, if the Lord, if this, what do you, help me out, y'all. And he'll use somebody else. But perhaps for such a time as this, the Lord has placed you here. But if you say, I don't want to go, guess what? The Lord will raise somebody else up. So you might, he gonna, he's going to accomplish his purpose with or without you. Amen. 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 Elder Taylor, yes, sir. So even in the world of the stock market, you know, people have portfolios, they might have several holdings, and they might look at one holding, and it's over a period of time, it's not performing well. Yeah. But in that same period of time, they might have another holding that's performing quite well. Mm -hmm. And so they'll be more inclined to invest more in the one that's performing well rather than one that that's excellent. Now, notice what he did. You know, now, hold on. You could have been the one sitting there. You was the one at first, only had one talent um, that you had. And the Lord was only expecting you to make usury with that one talent. You know, and then here you go. When the Lord comes for collecting, uh, you was already mad in the beginning. Oh, you might have been looking over. I could just imagine this individual. You're looking over at the one with the five. Well, he got five. He got two, and I only got one, you know, and then all of a sudden, here you come back with your one, and look, listen, listen to what he does. Take, therefore, the talent from him, the one that only had one, and give it to unto him which had who? Ten talents. You was over there already jealous, and now the Lord then gave the person with the most even more than what he had because you wouldn't even take the little that you had and make, and make use of that. God is looking for productivity out of his people. Amen. So, sign language folks, keep on signing. Amen. Keep on signing for Jesus. Let's hear it for Sister Courtney, Sister Brown. Amen. Brother Jeremy, Sister Joyce. Amen. Choir, keep on singing. Why y'all get quiet? Come on, let's just go. <laughs> Amen. Preachers, Elder White, Elder Kimball, Minister Kimball, all y'all out there, just preachers, a bunch of y'all here. Keep on preaching. Amen. 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 And, and listen here. You ain't got to just be a preacher up in here. I mean, you can preach to somebody on your job. You can preach to somebody. Some of us, we got family we need to be preaching to. Amen. But make sure when you preach, you preach in love. Amen. Amen. Make sure you don't just, you know, just throwing everybody in hell and all that type of stuff. You ain't going to win nobody with that. Uh, as mean as a snake, and you wonder why don't nobody want to come here. Amen. Come <laughs> on, this is a, a loving place, a, a beautiful place, a loving place, a spirit-filled place. Amen. A place where we can grow. Amen. Holy Ghost-filled church. Amen. I go, I'm going to go back to that. We're going to end with that again. I mean, I've been to a lot of churches out there, and I've been just so, I mean, it's been churches I've seen that just have awesome ideas. And I'm like, wow, how awesome that is. But wow, when you get there, and I'm like, well, where the Holy Ghost at? Hmm. Amen. You have on them. You know, ain't no wrong with some fancy lights. <laughs> but, ooh, I take, I trade. Ooh, give me the Holy Ghost before you give me some fancy lights. <laughs> oh! 
my God. Ain't nothing wrong with it, you know, having all these, having a little coffee shop out there. Ooh, I love coffee. Anybody else other coffee drinkers out there? Ooh, I mean, I came in one church. I said, well, wow, look at this. They got a whole Starbucks inside. But you know what? You can have that whole Starbucks. Amen. Amen. If you ain't got no Holy Ghost, I'll come over here. Oh, I love the Holy Ghost. Amen. I love feeling his spirit. I love feeling his anointing. Amen. Amen. How many glad to be in a Holy Ghost field church? Spirit field church. Amen. All right, well, I hope I did all right. I did my best up here tonight. Amen. Go ahead, we can stand all tonight. Amen. Y'all y'all been so awfully nice to me. I sure appreciate that. It's encouraging me. Amen. And pushing me forward. In the